Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. How, how are you? Good. Big thanks to my son, Ryan, for helping me with that last song. That last song was awesome. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> when, yeah. And that's just his first name, right? He, like, he doesn't have a last name either. Right, right. Well, he is, you know. Ryan, not Spiegelman. Married, my wife refused to take my last name. Cause, uh, and you compromise yeah. and you refuse to take your own name, too. <laughs> Her name, Betty. Yeah. yeah. She used to be Sandy Sidor. Now she is Sandy. Sandy. And there's Sandy Ryan Scott. Well, we want to thank a new theme song, Carl and Ryan, first names only, uh, with a little assistance by Sandy. inspired by Sandy. And we are here. We're going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube. You know, let's watch. That phrase has been used a hundred million times before us. So this might be our 200th episode as we stream live on September 1st, 2019 on muniradio.fm. As we stream live every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, which is Carl's time is 5 to 7. Right, 5 to 7, yeah, yeah. Because you're always like, I got to go, Mike. I got to watch Fox, 7 o'clock family <laughs> hour. Fox and Friends is coming up. Oh, yeah, you got to watch Fox and Friends. 60 minutes. You know, it's really about 48 minutes. But enough of this hilarity. We're going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube. Carl. Okay. What's the movie? Awakening of the Beast, 1970. Now, the one we're going to watch in YouTube is the Portuguese name. But if you go to your YouTube search engine and you put in Awakening of the Beast, 1970, hit enter and you will see O Ritual dos Sadicos. And who is hosting that? Who's hosting O Ritual dos Sadicos? Okay. It is Marcelo Prata. Oh, my God. So who is he in Italian Russian? What's going on with you? You're right. Do, we, I don't do know you smell how to toast? Speak Portuguese. Even uh, though my brother lives in Brazil, I just can't hear Portuguese now is this, accent in my head. So because they're from Brazil, they speak Brazilian. Am I getting this right? <laughs> right, right, right. right. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay, so, it's Portuguese. <laughs> so this movie's in Portuguese, and we are going to, uh, at the count of three, we want you guys to find this movie. We just gave you directions on YouTube. Pause it on zero, and... Uh, when we tell you to go, hit play and listen to our podcast at the same time. And what better way to tell you to play go than to right. bring on the king, the right. countdown king. Um, better way. Yeah, uh, Colonel Countdown himself. Will you please give it up for the man of descending numerals? Let's get ready to Brumba, Paul Brumba. <laughs> hey, guys, what's hey. happening, Carl? What's going on, dude? Colonel. Good to talk to you. Man, I love that new intro. Digging it, dude. All right, here we go. Um, you don't even have it up for me, my friend. Is that really it? Second tab. Second tab. All right, here we oh, go. Oh, Ritual dos Sadicos. Okay, that's the first tab. Yeah, I do see it. Okay, go ahead. Click it. Click it. No, I can't click it. This here. No, no, no. The second tab. Oh, there we go. You see how there's two tabs? Oh, I see how there's one two tabs. Like, one says look at Tuesdays. I didn't even have to take off my shoes and my socks to use my toes. All right, here we go. Wait, go ahead. <laughs> Oh, there you go. All right. Here we go, guys. Uh, oh, Ritual Dos Sadios? Yeah, there we go. Yeah. All right, cool. Here we go. You know the drill. In three, two, one, go. I blame, uh, I blame fucking Safari on Apple for just being <laughs> a piece of shit program that I have to deal with in my life. And I, I apologize for my eyesight. I'm getting old. All right, guys. <laughs> getting, getting, he says. He's just saying that because he drives an old car. I, so am I, I can't even read any words for you guys today. 
Well, we're done. We're just going straight for the screaming. Oh, cool. I'm going to go home and get my own screaming. <laughs> yeah, at you. <laughs> at me. I might be a second off. But well, do you see a coffin? I see and Coffin Joe. Coffin Joe. All right, we got to lower Coffin Joe. Lower Coffin Joe? Ah, I met this audio, but... Six feet lower. He was terrible at six feet under. I couldn't understand a word he said. Yeah, I was like, Help! <laughs> what, do you hear something? Help! From the coffin. From the coffin? Listen, so I smoke, all right? That's just the way I breathe. <laughs> These are... Uh, this is a standard Coffin Joe monologue, apparently. Uh, there was a trilogy of these films. So he would make a lot of movies as Coffin Joe? Well, he made two movies as Coffin Joe, but he wasn't a good... Um, this guy's name is uh, Mar- Ma- Marin, okay? Um, oh, God, Mark Marin. His full name is Jose Mojica Marin. I don't know. I'm pretending it's Spanish. I oh, there we go. Know. There's his name. It's Jose Mojica Right. Marin. See, I pay Carl the good money to pronounce any name that's not American. <laughs> and uh, he he wasn't a good businessman, so he would make a film and take all that money and put it into the next film and take all that money and put it into the next film. Right. It revolved like that. And uh, when this film we're going to watch today got banned by the Brazilian government, Ooh. there wasn't any next film money. You know, if you're watching this in Brazil right now, we have to preface you. The ban may still be on. So I would yeah. respect federal law regarding <laughs> Awakenings of the Beast. No, it was lifted in the 90s. And that's oh. how he became, a, he got a little bit of success again and a little bit of money. Right. So he made a third Coffin Joe film. To, I, uh, so I, I should say, the series. I watched an IFC, the cable channel, the IFC <laughs> Films cable channel. They showed a bunch right. of Coffin Joe movies. So I've seen like the first two. And he's like a real grim, ugly motherfucker who's a mortician who buries <laughs> people. And he goes into bars. And next thing you know, it's like a broken glass of the people's face as he like shoves it in there. Like, Ugh, I'm so Coffin. there's more than three, I guess. I think he did a, a hundred million. And this one is one of the weirder ones. Or more okay, famous so he ones. did A Midnight, At Midnight I'll Take Your Soul. Right. But I was actually on the East Coast, so I evaded it. <laughs> no, I was on the West Coast. Evaded. Oh. He was on the East Coast. And he's like, all right, I'm going to take your soul. And I'm like, it's 9 o'clock. And he's like, all right. What <laughs> oh, should I do in the meanwhile? I said, I don't know, smoke a bowl. And he's like, all right, cool. And then at 1.15, he's like, Fuck. I messed up. That's why they call him Coffin well, Joe, because he's always on the bog. <laughs> and um, he also probably uh, corrected himself by not being specific as at midnight, because he says the next film was This Night I'll Possess Your Corpse. Oh, yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. That's the whole Gremlins premise. You got to feed him before midnight? Can't feed him after midnight? If you say, don't feed him at night, you go like, oh, I got gotcha. you. So it's all right. Now, well, what she's injecting in herself is LSD. She's ew. oh, she really is sticking it, sticking it to the woman yeah. herself. 
So, ew, all right. It, it, is, I've never seen a needle this a... long than this. This is like longer than I get a needle. I had a fucking nasty ass tetanus shot, and it took less time than this fucker. I see people shooting up in the streets of San Francisco, and it's like half the time that she's shooting up this fucking acid <laughs> at her toe. Well, it's real. It's real. Really? Yeah, this is no camera trick. But oh, it's, it's out. But what she's injected in herself? LSD. All right. Like for real, real? For real. Yeah. That's this fucking... And she consented to that? <laughs> Coffin Joe, I love I, your wh- movies. Why? It's what an honor to be in it. Great, great, great. Shoot this in your t- fucking foot. But why with a syringe and why so much liquid, right? Our experience has been a painless little <laughs> piece of paper. Our experience is going to Washington Square Park and the guy goes, you want acid? Who, me? Yeah, you want acid? Yeah, how, how much? He's like, it's... Ten dollars for three taps. Okay, here's twenty, and then he pulls out of his balls pieces of paper, and we put it in our mouths. And go, I don't taste nothing, except for balls. <laughs> except for yeah, sweat. Yeah, that's been my. Experience. Now, there's a song playing right now. Is this woman is in a private strip club kind of thing? It's and the it's naked the girl song. from Ipanema. It no, it it's like a horrible song about war war it's in everyone oh let's take a listen like Uh, uh, good god oh yeah my mom used to play that song to me every night i didn't realize it was about despair sing that to you it's a dirty world of peace i know but there's no more wham now look (laughs) you think this is just a nice Back. Stripping, right? right? But there's uh, more. She's flipping out because it's Coffin Joe. So these these strip clubs, you would just like bring a forty-five and a record player, portable record player, and you'd be like, "Here, you can strip to this." <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Ooh, surfing bird's eye one. Do 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 do. Now these are 1969, just regular people in Brazil. Uh-huh. And you can see they're wearing a. Uh, you know, suit coat, and that's the standard fare. So okay, it's so standard fare to have your cuff stick out of your uh-huh. uh, suit like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. if you're stretching, you're, it will. And Okay, so here's a little chamber pot. Oh. All right, finally some pot in this movie. <laughs> chamber pot. Gonna, she's going to piss in it? She is. The thing is, I the internet told me that it was piss because I didn't know if it was the other. And I was like, oh, my God, this film. You were oh like, my God. that naked lady is pouring vegetable stock into a chamber pot? Disgusting. <laughs> Wait, the internet says it was urine. <laughs> well, you can't hear a sound. Well, let's know. provide one. Tinkle, tickle, tickle, tickle. Piss her way. Well, that's the end of that record. What you think of that okay. song, Carl? I had a good beat. I thought, uh, what? <laughs> it had a good beat to it. Yeah, it had a good beat. It was Brazil. Okay, so now we're watching a television show, and there's a psychiatrist on who says that drugs cause disgusting, vile behavior in our society, and yeah. the other psychiatrists are like, "Hogwash, puppycock, boulder dash, prove it." And so they, he pulls out his first example. Our first tale begins in the Volkswagen Beetle somewhere yeah. in Brazil. You'll see a lot of Beetles. Look at them lined up on the street there. Okay, Hitler went straight to Brazil, you know. And mm-hmm. he brought a lot of German technology with him. 
it is the people's car. It was inexpensive, and everyone looked the same, and parts were cheap. And Didn't you see that part in Boys of Brazil where the car broke down, and all they were were Volkswagen repair, uh, uh, repair oh. shops? I don't remember. I saw the Boys of Brazil, of course. Right. Yeah, I know. Your so- parole officer told you not to. Like, <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it's a movie. What is it you want, you ass? <laughs> like you're so rude, Junior Hitler. <laughs> oh no, hippie, Brazilian hippie. Yeah. So this so, mo- movie came out in 1970, so it's still hippie time. Oh yeah, this was shot in '69, but it's not America. Hippie time was different in different countries. Right, we had the summer of love. If you don't remember, back in '67. And then the rest was just pure shit. Okay, so this girl came out of college, and she just got in the car with two guys who said, come on, baby. And now she's gone to this weirdo house. And she isn't afraid at all. Not at all. Sort of scared of the weirdo house. I don't like the way you described it. I I would have I was scared watching this for her like what's going to happen and why are all these people crazy and I think it has to do with uh, acid. So this there's acid house and creepy house. Well, it's also a, like a pot house and he's like see him smoking there. Hardly. Because he only yeah, he's has rolling a, roach, a bone. Right? Yeah, look at that smoking a doobie like the one Paul found on the studio floor. <laughs> That's cool. I wish I was with you guys. Oh, so, no, he goes um, like this. He goes, I found the joint on the floor. And I said, oh, you know, funny, I just dropped the joint on the floor. And he goes, oh, here you go. <laughs> and he puts on the, it's like half empty and it's kind of weird shaped. And I'm just like, fuck that. Look, look, look. You see how, like, hungry he is for it? He's smoking away. And she says, me too, because she's been corrupted now. How much roach is there? I know, it's a big roach. I'm going to have a soda. I'm looking for my soda. Okay. So it says, from now on, everything's going to change. You have to learn how to be real. And the reason was, if you were Johnny Straight Lace, and you believed in everything you were taught, and then one day you got a little bit of marijuana, you said to yourself, is everything I've been taught true? And that's what it means, everything changes. Maybe some of it is, but you start rethinking and reevaluating, not your life, but- For marijuana. Your hey, place in it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna go check the other room. Change. I have a soda, I gotta look for it. Okay. All right. So in this movie, we have marijuana, LSD, and cocaine, and the psychiatrist on the TV show is trying to say that drugs are the reason that everyone is debauched and disgusting in our society. So if we get rid of drugs, everything will be cool. Sort of like a Nancy Reagan view of drugs. Just say no. Now they're snapping their fingers and it's becoming sort of like a ritual. I think it means she has been, she is now stoned and they'll sort of encircle her and uh, she'll be the focal point of entertainment for them. 
She's going to stand up on a table. <laughs> Look at that guy. Have a sandwich, dude. My goodness. Not to be tripping myself, but I think I lost that can of soda. Oh, that sucks for you. But that's okay. It's legal now. You can get another can of soda anytime you want. But you know, with uh, with this being Labor Day weekend, all the all, all sodas over at uh, the La Playa mm. for Burning Man. Gotcha. It's very hard to find like some quality Coke. So I bought a soda, put it, slipped it in my bag uh, at the cafe, and then came over and the ca- cafe the soda is not there. So I must uh. Snuck. Want to head back to the cafe and I'll keep uh, talking? Yeah, do you mind? I'm going to have to lock up nope. the studio, but I think this is important. Go ahead. All right. But hurry back, man. I'm solo here. Oh, no. All right. Well, I'm back. Parsed, but back. No, go go ahead. Uh, you, I'm I, not I, walking I over to the cafe, so tell me what's going on. She's, she's still on acid? No, she's not an acid one. She is a marijuana one. Oh, a pothead. Uh, Right. So, Noelle, no. This is her first. She's been lured and seduced by it. And now what's going to happen is she's going to be the focal point of their entertainment. They're going to go circles around her. And each one's going to give her cooch a kiss. Oh, well, I don't know what that is. A cooch? Yes. Oh, a coochie (laughs) kiss. Oh, here we go. No, he's just looking for a dollar he dropped. Yeah. Marco. Polo. Wow. So she decides she likes cooch kisses, and she permits every boy. Wow, just from one toke? What the fuck? Cooch kiss. This is, this, this is not recreational, if you ask me. <laughs> uh, look at this guy. Cooch kiss. Uh-huh. You know, you, you know your friend was down there right before you. Oh, why'd you have to kill the moon like that? Yeah, he goes up the skirt. Somebody turned out the light. But he says it in Portuguese, which is, I just don't. Yeah, you weren't there. Sombrero, light, he turned the off me. <laughs> wow, you know, it's so funny how Portuguese sounds like you're Italian. <laughs> I, just, I just don't get Portuguese. You hear it, and it's like. Well, here, right now they're Spanish. saying, ja, 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 ja. Right? Uh-huh. And, but in English, that's ha, 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 ha. It isn't yes. Because that's the thing. Every now and again, like, you'll hear a Portuguese word, and you're just, like, swearing it's got German or Dutch in it. What Portuguese word did you hear? Salicos. Salicos, that means get out? Oh, no, that's Satan, right? Well, no, it's uh, the title in this movie. Let me pull it up here. Uh, Uh, I guess it's Awakening of the Beast. Oh, ritual, just, well, maybe you're right. It's the ritual of Satan. I don't know. Sadism? Sadism? Sadicos? Well, they are really going Satan on her. That's really gross. Yeah. And they're saying Babalu. Hey, Babalu. Hey. They're not saying Babalu. <laughs> oh, man, she's into it now. Her world is multicolored because she knows up. They Comet. all know what they're doing. It's like Listerine. Comet. It makes you vomit, so have some comment and vomit today. They're singing, today. They're singing Bridges Over the River Choir. Yeah, but they put in one finger 
It's a cooch insertion. And then they go to their friend and like smell my finger, and they're like, you know, I'm right in the room. Why do you smell my finger? <laughs> yeah, you smell my finger. Smell my I'm f- proving to you. So gross. So, so women do not Jesus smoke pot on these guys. Right. Hallelujah. Oh my God! Is who's it? The Pharaoh? Is it Moses? Look, he's. Oh yeah, well, it's kind of a combination of Jesus and Moses, I guess. Oh, he's Je- got this. To Moses. No, you're right. He might. It's Moses because he might be right because he's got the staff and he's got the commandments. Now he, unfortunately, mur- uh, this girl dies. Well, that's what Let's happens when you smoke the marijuana. Uh-huh. Oh no. Ew. Yeah. Oh well. <sighs> Thank you, Coffin Joe. Thank you for making this movie. Yeah, hey, that was really kind of was a little gropey, and then he just killed her. An important contribution. I am Moses, and I just killed this bitch. Any questions? Uh, yeah. Uh, didn't you? Isn't that Thou shalt not kill like the fucking first con- <laughs> commandment you told us? I guess. I guess. I didn't, wasn't paying attention. Right. They're your now, commandments. He... I, God gave them to me to bring down to you. <laughs> and your mom's a So whore. here he is back on a TV show. Uh-huh. And he's saying, you see, these people did drugs and they ended up in a girl's death. Okay. And they're saying, oh, I don't see any relation as if, you know what I mean? It's like he's just setting them up going, hogwash, poppycock. Give these, us another example. These then. horror so vignettes are corrupting our children. That's hogwash. No, seriously. Here, let's watch a full one. Uh, yeah, right. Let's totally exploit. Here's our next story. That's I was just loitering inside a building, see? Is he talking? He just took a pill. Oh. Yeah, you don't have to shoot it in your fucking ankle. Oh, no, he took a pill and he's there with, like, scared girls in bikinis, in bras, excuse me. Well, I don't think they're scared. I don't know if they're What do you scared. wear when you're indoors? Bras, right? I, not bikinis, personally. You know. <laughs> oh. Kiss for the belly. Yeah. I guess that's where belly. the mistletoe was. <laughs> Why are you going up? That's what he's saying. Yeah, right. That's what he's saying. I have mistletoe pubic hair. <laughs> you know how long it took at the salon to get that mistletoe in my pubic hair? It's a weave. It didn't grow. It took seven painful minutes. That's how long it took. Oh. This guy is very macho. So, oh. Yep, they're all going to surrender their panties. Maybe he's the laundry guy. Right, he could be there for laundry. Right, have a pickup, it's Tuesday. Here we go. All right, I'll be Ding back in dong. 90 minutes. Oh, hi, Sal. Here you go. Here you go. Oh, I'm still no, wearing so them. Poor. I forgot it we was Tuesday. one pair. Ew. There's no cocaine in these panties. I sniffed and I sniffed and I didn't notice any of it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Now she ki- he kicks three butts. Wow, right into the wall. Yeah. Whoopee. Yay. Okay, well, this is the part of the show where we run out the clock. (laughs) (laughs) Now they're back on the TV show. Why would a TV show be in the dark? 
Oh, you know, it's the same in They Live with John Carpenter where they're talking to about like these films that John Carpenter and George Romero make, they're corrupting our youths. Uh-huh. And then Gremlins 2, they have uh, Leonard Moulton giving a bad review. So Gremlins take them down. Gremlins 2 was great. Yeah. Well, I, th- I told you the story that my friend Lee and I went to see it in Wartime Mass, and he walked out two times. Uh-huh. And both times he's like, aren't you coming to one? I'm like, no. When the film broke down? Right. The Gremlins broke the film? Once it broke down, he got up and he said, let's go. He thought it was really broken? <laughs> yeah, he was like, ready to go. It, <laughs> it, was the, it was the Warner Brothers promotion, the Batman shit. And the, uh-huh. and the Looney Tunes that he was just like, fuck this. I paid money. I didn't pay to fucking see a, a catalog. You know, I didn't see, pay. This was real. Well, it was like you go, you go visit the Warner Brothers store and they're like selling the Warner Brothers store merchandise. You know, you just came yeah, there to see a movie. Cheap. You didn't come there to get, you know, prom- promotion. But that's the, that's the meaning of the film. So he's shooting up more. That's a real shot of. It's real. Huh, I'm telling you, needle shooting. I'm so passionate about it. I was talking about Gremlins too, while someone was shooting up right in front of me. That's this right. city's got me down, man. <laughs> <laughs> now this is supposed to be like unfettered violence of the Brazilian police. There was like a uh, military coup, like a coup within the coup, like Palace Revolution. Oh, yeah. But it was Intercoup. very militaristic, and the cops took their uh, the t- their tone from that, and they got really tough in 1968. They're like, "Who are you?" So they, <laughs> wow, they're really like fighting well, on the led dance to the floor. Film being banned. Well, because how did he, did he have this stage, or this was like he was at a pub, and someone said. Fuck, you know, the coup needs to be Well, cued. the cops are just breaking up anything that's like debauchery. Right. Like having a beer with your buddy. Uh, <laughs> I guess. All right. Let's kill him. No, don't do that. Throw him in the paddy wagon. Yep. Which was the backseat of a station wagon. Well, and they called it a paddy wagon because they had to pad everyone in there. Because no. They, yeah, they put a little foam in there. Paddy wagon. No, it was it was from New York in the like twenties and thirties. It was because of Irish cops. No, it was Polish playwrights, Paddy Sadowski. <laughs> he would he would always need like uh rides home, so they called it the paddy wagon. So I throw him in the paddy wagon. And they rode network. Okay, I guess she's a prostitute or something because she just took her money and made the men leave and now His pim- her I, pimp's she's here? giving her pimp money. Wow, that pimp's like waiting out the door. Calm down there, pimp. All right. It's like, where are you hiding the rest of the money? This isn't all of it. Well, we should say this home is not suitable for people. For humans. Humans. All but, right, like, pimp it day. gets real bad. Oh, really? Yeah. So I saw the first two, and he, he, the thing about Coffin Joe as a character is that He's very contrite. He has a very, like, I wouldn't say nuanced, but he has a very, like, bleak, ordinary view that the nihilism that kind of connects as a host is that, like, he doesn't really give a shit. You know, like, he will get into a bar fight, no problem. 
So you know, he doesn't. He's not really a star of this movie. He, he directed it. The the actor directed it yeah. and wrote it. Yeah, and he appear and Coffin Joe appears in it. But the star of this movie is this psychiatrist who's giving a television show interview with four other psychiatrists. I thought the star then, of this movie was Dr. Timothy Leary. <laughs> or that cat on the bicycle ride. Hey, I'm Albert Huffman. I put my fingers in some Petri dish and I licked my fingers and now I'm bicycling home. Oh, fuck, Woo. I'm on acid. This shit's fucked up. It's like from outer space. It's that's like on crack. It's like a, on a trip. It's like I'm on acid. I'm literally on, for, on acid. Lysergic acid diethylamine tartrate 25. That's why it's called acid. Oh, yeah, don't forget the 25. You get like LSD 24. Not no, no, that's that's, that's ball that's, sweat. You're not going to trip. Yeah, you're not going to trip. You're shooting up bullshit in your fucking ankle with that stuff. Oh, this is the let's sit down before awful shit happens scene. Better take well, my jacket off. She's like some sort of older lady. I don't know, like somebody's wife and. The wife left. The husband left. I don't know. She's going to pretend she's tired, go to sleep, but she doesn't really go to sleep. She goes and takes cocaine, and she watches. I guess her daughter, um, having sex with someone. I don't know. What so, kind of movie is this? What kind of hospital is that? Why did I pick this movie? Because he is a cult figure. It's a horror. Anytime there's a horror movie, it's a cult movie. And then if uh-huh. it's a recurring character and then the guy makes warp shit like this, it's a cult movie. Gotcha. So we were bound she to like... She just had a big thing of coffee. Oh, yeah? And then she's like, I'm exhausted. I'm going to bed. It doesn't well, make sense. It was Bolivian coffee. You know what I'm saying? Wait, <laughs> wink, no, that's wink. not... Wait. Is that in Brazil? Oh, let's see. Brazilian or not? Brazilian. Because of the wax, Carl. Do you mean the wax? Yeah, I meant the wax. Because we just saw a for skirt. Terrible butler service. The, the wax was very popular in the 40s during World War II. It was the Women's Auxiliary Corps. Huh. Oh, Women's Auxiliary Corps, whack. So that's what the kids mean when they say that's whack. They were talking about the Women's <laughs> Auxiliary Corps. Oh, uh, you cleared that up. Huh. Elevator going down. And her mom's watching this? So well, I don't Manor's know mom. the mom, but yes. Old lady's watching it. Talk about being serviced. Right? Because the guy is a butler. <laughs> it's a service. Now, she does cocaine. She's like, aha, mystery solved. The butler did it. Oh, yeah, look at that. That is one fucking Brazilian way of doing cocaine. So blatant. Yeah. Thank God you have a big hand. Achoo! Was it real cocaine? Like the real acid? Um, What did the internet say? I don't know. The internet only talked about the acid part in the syringe. They don't care about cocaine. That's the only reason why they're on the internet. Wow. Now she's like rubbing something that's not her. What is that? What do you, do you see what I'm saying? 
Huh. I don't know. She's rubbing one out. That's what you're trying to say. I don't think so. Now That's, we're rewatching. I don't know, but I'm going to go look for my soda again. Soda. Uh, okay. Mr. Pips Ultra. <laughs> okay, so Fanta. audience, what we did is we went back to the TV show. Now, why, again, do you have a TV show in the dark? I don't know. Why do I pay good money to go to a theater to watch a TV show? This is yet another example of depravity because of drugs. Go to the deli. Oh, I think the deli might be closed. You know, they were doing that like Labor Day shit where they're like, hi, can I help you with your to-go order? My to-go order, I just walked in. Yeah, hey, happy Labor Day weekend. So you want your order to go, right? No, I want to sit down. All right, but we got to clean every millimeter around you while you sit. Millimeter? Centimeter. What's this, Europe? <laughs> I'm sorry, I meant a phantom. Every inch? A quart. I need you to be what quart away from me. A pint is a pound. The world round. You know that. You know, your discussion about how you hate the metric system drove me so crazy. I got a, a, warrant, a warrant, and you have to keep away from me for two tons distance. Oh, you you have a restraining order? Yeah, I got a restraining order. For, for five kilometers? <laughs> That's the joke, yeah. Yeah, you're anti-metric. It drove me crazy that your screeds about the metric system that I had to get a restraining order and you have to stay away from me for at least five kilometers. 50 deciliters away. <laughs> Look, he's <laughs> doing cocaine. And cigar. That's good, man. No one could tell. You don't want to lick your teeth after that. Right? You rub your gums after doing cocaine and smoking a cigar, your gums will bleed. Unless, un- oh come on! When was the last time you had cocaine and smoked a cigar? Cigars. So uh, what? Uh, bait and switch. Now it's a job interview. Okay, and that they're mad because she came in last. I guess this is like what it would really look like in Brazil, and the we're we're out of here. Oh, this movie has gone for the worst. We're done. Have a seat, honey. I got a chair right there against the wall. That's called my waiting room. And now I'm going to sit in my office on the other side. Look at his pasta. Want some disgusting pasta? Want to watch me eat? Table pasta. See, he eats at his desk like everyone else in America. Yay, the pasta scene. This scene reminds me. This is like another... um like um sort of casting couch interview kind of thing are you drinking a soda uh no i hear something in the background it sounds soda like you're just fucking taunting me stop trolling me i get it i left the can of soda and i opened up my bag i thought i put it in my backpack all right i'm going to the deli is that the carbonation? Okay, you go ahead. I will continue with the audience, all right? Go ahead. All right, I'm out of here. Okay. So you can see he's eating, and they're, you know, Coffin Joe is intercutting that with the pig eating. It's kind of like hitting us over the head 
but there it is. Pasta with the pasta, am I right? Hey, go to the deli. Go. To no, the fuck it. I'm gonna sit here parsed and watch uh, Coffin Joe get bummed, trip me out. Uh oh. Now yeah, he's, he's making promises. Give me that newspaper. Oh, that's her purse, right? This is like a hoagie sandwich. <laughs> that's right. I think it's a newspaper where, where she got the um, article, the Help Wanted article. Oh. But your uh, ad said, man, killer on loose. Wait a minute. That's the headline. I used to hate that. You show up. Oh, look. Here we go. Spread your legs. Now he's saying it quite literally. Well, he thinks she's butter. I guess. This is so creepy and pervy, you know? Yeah. Oh, look at his pants. is on his ankle. Now look, he's kissing. And... Is that his? Oh, it's her. I got you. I, I can't see. I thought. And he's making promises, promises. I'm going to make you a star. I know filmmakers. I know the right people. Yeah, but unbeknownst to him, he doesn't realize that this movie is a period piece. And he's in for a surprise. Oh, no. He's going to get it in the face. Uh, the dog's watching. Dog never reported it either. No, it's not the dog watching. It's he's a dog. Like Oh, he literally and, turned. And Coffin Joe put a pig there. Why is now he doing this? A, yeah, Coffin Joe. My name is Coffin Joe, and I'd love for you to be in my next movie. Here's a seat from my previous movie. Now, about the role. Where are you going? <laughs> Have a seat. Have a seat. <laughs> I remember I was at this party, and a guy's going, <laughs> and I was like, who's that? Who's Coffin? And he goes, oh, that's just Joe. <laughs> Coffin okay, now Joe. Look, he's, he's, you know, pretty much asking for a BJ now. See the horse? Like a horse cock. Oh, I she see. She goes, that's too much. Wow, I must have sucked getting a job in Brazil in 1969. Look at his ugly face. And he goes, nope, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Then yeah, the like, interviewer never... changes his mind and says, congratulations, you passed the test. Oh. You uh, start working as my receptionist on Tuesday. <laughs> I'm giving you a Labor Day off. That's what kind of boss I am. Well, I hope she got the part. Went right to the bedroom. He's saying she did. He's saying that she did. <clears throat> and then she says, "Go in this room and take your clothes off." <laughs> it's weird. Huh. My soda lies over the ocean. Poor Mike. Why don't you just look and see if he dropped it on your way over? Oh, you mean like stick my head out the window and walk down the right. block to see if I dropped a can of Correct. soda an hour ago? You know, that's not and a And I'll bad curve idea. on this girl getting naked. Oh, yeah. She's just, you had a rough day of sexual harassment at a job interview. <laughs> yeah. Calgon, take me away. <laughs> Police department, take him away. Right. And then who's this, the director? Thanks for letting I me don't do know. that role. I don't know. He's like a helper and an employee of Pervy Guy. So he goes, go ahead, you take care of her then there. Oh, I see. He's good. Ew, what the fuck? 
Why'd you oh, pick this no. movie? Right. Yeah. You know how many times this is the second time I've watched this film because I just wasn't going to watch it again. Right, but what happened? Oh, so this I is I watched a... it, and now I'm watching it with you. You don't want to see this scene twice. <laughs> right. Yeah. For a third time. I'm pure. Don't ruin my life. She she says, and now she, she's. But I don't know. She didn't even I do any drugs, it... and this is happening to her. Well, no, he did cocaine. No, but she didn't do cocaine. No, she didn't. She's a victim. So it's like, I'm Coffin Joe, and in my anthology of horror, I tell, rail against marijuana, acid, and women getting jobs. Back to the TV show, In the Dark. Yeah, I never, that's like, you would get fired. That's a, maybe they don't have a union crew. Now, by the way, that's Coffin Joe. Oh, I say. That's oh. Marlin being the doctor. Oh, my God. How many episodes do we have to watch? A million. And then we have to watch a whole long acid trip, and then we're done. You want to skip to the oh. acid trip? No. Also, by the way, he, he does this weird thing where he's interviewed as the filmmaker on TV, and he has to like sort of go to court and defend his movie making. This very movie? Did he shoot it when the film got banned and then re-release it as such? No, no. He's, he's doing a mock trial of earlier criticisms and... Right. Well, that's um, what his paying audience. That's what his paying audience is going to see. You know, him doing trials against himself. It's very self-indulgent. It's like that time I went to see Deadpool two, and Deadpool director came out and he said, "Yeah, the Salt and Pepper song was a wrong choice." <laughs> wow, I paid good money for that. I said that Salt and Pepper so, song worked really well. In San Paulo, Brazil, there's something called the garbage mouth section. I don't know why. That's what it's called, Garbage Mouth. Speaking of Garbage Mouth. Okay, go ahead, yeah. So this film is part of a movement or a group of films called Mouth of Garbage Films out of San Paulo, which was about all being from Garbage Mouth area of San Paulo, but also exploitive, cannibalistic, explicit sex, shocking violence. So this guy, Joe, Coffin Joe, has an audience because there's a movement. There's a... A Brazilian cannibalistic movement. Now, they give all their panties to him, and he's washing them. That's symbolism, right? I don't know. The psychiatrists are taking, you're ta you know, saying you're taking sexual frustration and throwing drugs at it. Yeah. Like, it's not the drugs. This is just sort of people. Is this like a hotel room? What's going on? That's an office. Know. Christmas I think party. It's an, Coffin I think Joe it's more like party. an apartment. So he's giving her the magic elixir that'll make her take drugs, you know. It's magic because you don't have to fucking inject it into your tendon. <laughs> right. Yeah. It just goes in by drink. Wait Look, a minute, I could have just drank it. Why the fuck did you shoot me with a syringe? And he's married. Oh yeah. Or maybe yeah, I, I'm not married, but I like to wear a ring around so you know, guys know my business. 
explota su ropa. Take off your clothes. And she's like, all at once? Yes, I didn't pay, I paid good money for that potion. Come on, Loads. that potion cost me 40 bucks. Oh, penis-shaped statue. Oh, phallic symbol. Oh, phallic symbol. Oh, phallic symbol. Oh, happy phallic oh. symbol. <laughs> What'd you say? Shaped like a pe- cauldron? Yes, it's a penis-shaped cowboy. I am taking Take off, off my clothes. Dressed from Bambergers. It's getting hot in here. I'm going to take off my clothes. What's a good 70s uh, chain? Three guys, two guys. Corvettes. Corvettes is a good one. Oh, chain? Yeah, like, I mean, I just think the clothes is so of the time. JCPenney. Right. Sears and Roebuck still Brazil. still have that today. You think this was glory of... Uh, when gl- she was young? Gloria Estervan, not Estervan, Vanderbilt. No, nah, too early for Jordash. It's like not 10 years early, eight years early. Is this all eyes on? Is that what they were in 70? Look at I this shot. Remember. Thank God the camera was there. Stunt double. You're, you're so hot, you're on fire. Yes. I know. All of my crabs are cooked. Wow, you know, maybe they go out and buy a bed. Ew. Stop kissing the camera. It's like camera, lipstick marks on the camera. Wow. Is this the acid trip, Carl? Uh, no way. No, I don't know what they drank. Maybe what they drank was, I don't know, maybe. You think it was just alcohol? You uh, said no, magic elixir. Right. I think this movie's about drugs, not uh, alcohol. He's like, alcohol is fine. Yeah, sure. You have six or seven beers, you're cool shit. But when you hit yeah. that acid in your attendant. No, that's not correct. We don't do that around here. The only thing we shoot up here in Brazil is cocaine. <laughs> no, he's against that too. Well, he's strictly heroin, man. But I mean, it's like, it's like such a lie. I mean, it's like, it's imagine a movie that's like rape is bad. Let me show you why. And then it gives you a bunch of rapes and basically entertains rape fans. If there is such a thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. He's having it both ways, but he's making a buck off of it. You know, I don't know that it was really about a buck. I think he was, I mean, he was making a living off of it. If that's what you mean. He's branded. He had one of the original brand identities. He really, I People think he know really just wants the fame of it. You know, he um, never clipped his, tongue, his fingernails. That was his stick. He had a top hat and uh, like fingernails. Yeah. yeah. So, You'll see that too. Oh, in this movie? You'll see his long, long fingernails. And also see, at the end of the movie, the psychiatrist who was interviewed wants to do an experiment. He wants four volunteers to take acid. And so they do. And when they talk about him, they compl- the coffin Joe, they, one of them complains, I don't like his fingernails. That's disgusting. Bad trip, man. Bad trip. Now what she's doing is she's apologizing to her husband's picture, husband's picture. 
Sorry, I forgot to bring you in just this photo. I was wondering why you were so fucking quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So she's she's looking at a picture of her husband while this guy's groping her? And she's apologizing to the husband. Yeah. Like, the drugs are making me do this. Okay, apology done. Wow, there's some cross-leg action. <laughs> yeah, why? What point do you think this movie got banned? Around now? It got banned when the cops were rounding up uh, just people enjoying themselves. Right. You know. You, sir, ruined this perfectly decent uh, <laughs> film. Well, it got to protect his freedom of speech, blah, blah, blah. Well, I mean, there's all sorts of films just as disgusting as this one getting released by the Brazilian film industry at this time, not being censored. This one was censored only for uh, knocking the government. That's it. It wasn't because yeah. they did... Uh... Two hours of black and white misery followed by a half right. hour it's of not acid trippery. Needles in people's feet and women pissing into chamber pots. Right. No. Right. And you had to find that out online what she was doing in that chamber pot. Yeah, I know, because they could have at least given me a sound effect of peeing. That way I wouldn't have thought. It sounds a lot de deeper in a chamber pot. Uh, the, the, so, the so. <laughs> I, I did Foley work for a chamber pot film, and, you know, we tried everything. Boba straws, trinkles. Basically, I've poured a stream of water into a metal pan and made noises like, ah, oh, fuck, yeah. About time, woo, 10. You know, the thing about the doctors in the chamber pods is they draw a line in the chamber pod and say, don't fill it up past this line. We don't need that much. I have to interrupt you. Okay. Okay, so now we see Jose Marin's at home, and he's just turned on the TV, and it happens to be a show that he's on defending himself against critics. Which he directed the scene, so it's his literally his view. Yeah, it's literally his view. That, you know, hit their leading question. Quien demigo? All right, hey, let the man speak for himself. The evidence, Your Honor, is incontrovertible. What That's him watching it. He took his he took his top hat off. Yep, he's not coughing, Joe. Look, he has normal fingertips. Nope, nope. It's the pinky, the pinky. Oh, is this one finger? Yeah. Oh, I must have misrepresented him, because I thought he had all the fingers. Pinky's just weird. Show us already. This must be on his right hand. His pinky is long, long, long. Okay, we'll see him as normal. This is like watching a Medea movie where Tyler Perry watches himself defend it on TV. I'm not demeaning women by dressing up as Medea. Yeah. 
No, he's not demeaning women by doing that. Is that what you're trying to you think? Well, this is like watching one, a Tyler Perry movie where he comes home, turns on the TV, and there uh-huh. he is on a TV show defending himself. Uh-huh. And that would be like... But that dress, that like dressing as a woman is a way for him to... I mean, he's a very religious person, right. you know? No, I know. And it's, it's like a church play. It originated from church plays anyway. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a way for him to to do all the things he's not allowed to do, you know, because it's to show people, you know. Keep, <laughs> I don't know how to explain girl, it. It's girl, like, keep justifying your Medea tattoo to me. It's all right, man. You don't have to. <laughs> I get it. You got it's a tattoo so of Medea. You need to justify it. Yeah. <laughs> There's a Medea Halloween movie. Which one, Boo or Boo Two? I guess Boo. <laughs> <laughs> I've and, seen both. Um, and and it, it gets addressed. You know how Tyler Perry dresses up as the, the father, also. Right. Yeah, that's right. Joe, I guess his name is. So he's very scared. He thinks he's going to die. And there's the two other ones there, Bam and Aunt, I forget her name. And Bam. So yeah. And he goes, listen, listen, if, I, if I'm going to die tonight, I want you two to know. And they look at him and he goes, that's a dude. <laughs> oh, really? Talking about, yeah, Medea had gone upstairs. Yeah. One of my favorite part of those Medea movies is that anytime she walks by like a convenience store or a post office, there'll be like a wanted mm-hmm. sign of Medea on there. And she'd be like, we have to go. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because, you know, she, she, went, she was arrested. The Popo came. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but throughout the movies, they always like call back the, fail, the fact that she went to jail. Did you see her with uh, Dr. Phil? Uh, was that a Boo movie? Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, it was like Medea goes to, to jail or something like that. Yeah, I think you're right. No, I remember that. Dr. Phil had to evaluate her for the court. You're gonna, so you're gonna, you're gonna tell the judge I'm all right? I'm gonna tell the judge that you'd have to get crazy to get better. <laughs> oh, okay, no, excellent. You'd have to get better to get crazy. Oh, well. Listen, Dr. Phil does what Dr. Phil does, and then he's back to his Dr. Phil stuff. They're lucky to get him. I didn't say it right. I didn't do it right. He did it much funnier than we don't. That. We don't have time. Uh, Dr. Phil has to leave now. <laughs> he fix it in post. So oh, this well, is, we, were, we wanted to take a, a second take. Uh, no. No, no. Dr. Phil, I have to go and record 18 episodes today. Bye. So they're just walking around in real time in the hallway. Well, well, now he's saying an experiment is going to do, is going to be conducted with LSD and they volunteer. Which means the end. Well, it's not, it's the setup for Act 3. It's not the end. Oh, so this is still Act 2? God damn it, I'm on my uh, soda. Yeah. <laughs> soda. Well, go get it. Plenty to talk about here. You always pick movies, which there's plenty to talk about. I can blab. All right, let, no... let me let me go walk around this. Uh, this is the reason why I got the soda on Labor Day weekend is because I knew I would be thirsty. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Soda soda is decadent, but it, it helps me for the show. Yeah. And now that's all. Now that is the show. I can't stop talking about it. All right. <laughs> well, you don't want to be thirsty. Go. 
Go. All right, go. So, um, go. All right. All right. One of the ways that Cough and Joe became successful was through the comics, comic books. And people who call comic books graphic novels, they're trying to elevate comic books. You know, like, it isn't drawings, it's graphics. They're graphics, not drawings. Because a graphic is more important than a drawing. A graphic is depicting something like in a, in a sort of encyclopedia way when you do a graphic. Uh, and a, a novel is not, you know, you add up all the words in a novel and words in a comic book and put them side by side. I mean, it's not a novel, but a novel is essentially a story. But it, it elevates the comic book saying it's not a direct connection between story, but that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to say it's a novel in pictures. I don't know. I'm against graphic novels. But Coffin Joe, he made comics. And uh, that got him popular enough and got him enough mo movie money to make the first movies. Right now, they're trying to arrange the LSD sessions. See, look at that old cash register. Today, we're the cashiers, right? We swipe our card and everything. But And also, back then, you really had to know math to be a cashier. You would have to... Well, I mean, it was sort of an adding machine. You didn't really need to know math, but you did when you had to make change. Um, <laughs> look at that fishing net thing on her head. She was the cocaine lady, and she's going to become one of the subjects who does uh, the LSD. She just read about it in a newspaper because there was no internet back then. That's how things were spread around through the newspaper. You know, back then, Brazilian net meant a uh, see-through underwear. Uh-huh. Yeah. You Just... saw that net on her head when she was getting her hair done? Yeah, that was a Brazilian net back then. That was the only net they had, yeah. Yeah, if they wanted to see it a was... movie called The Net starring Senator Bullock, it would be about her hair. Yeah, a beautician story. Who wanted to see that back then? Oh, are they, did they find it? Get your free acid trips. Acid trips. Giving away free acid trips. Who wants to get dosed? He's one who does. What's up this time? They're having a secret meeting. Yeah. You were saying Coffin Joe wrote comic books? Mm-hmm. Was that his comics in the opening credits? Yes. Huh, I guess Jack Kirby didn't return his calls. Well, they were in different continents. Yeah, that's, uh, well, you know, when it comes to incontinence, it depends. Sorry, I don't know why I bothered with that. I don't even know where that came from. That was a stretch. Just that in. I figured we need one joke in this two-hour podcast. Well, I'm not pampering that. <laughs> Did you... okay. Yeah, I got it. Diaper Dan. Dapper Dan, Dapper Dan. Listen, you call them graphic novels, don't you? Yeah, I actually have a... One of the I reasons, do it. One reason I'm pissed off is that in my backpack, I have about six graphic novels I got from the library for, for come, before coming here. Mm -hmm. And a soda, which... Uh, it's uh -huh. gone. I think now I just don't want to watch this movie anymore. I'm using this lost soda as an excuse, as a crutch. Well, it's going to switch to color. 
Does that help you on this day? This is the reason why I picked the movie. This is the first time when these Coffin Joe movies went into color. I always I always rank a movie when it's in black and white, and I say, did this movie come out before or after The Wizard of Oz? Mm-hmm. And if it came out before, I go, okay, that makes sense. And if it came out afterwards, came out I'm after. like, what's your fucking excuse, dude? It could be budget, lots of times. It was a lot cheaper, right? And the thing that I always find crazy is that people had colored TV sets, but a lot more people had black and white TV sets. So a lot of commercials for colored TV shows would be in black and white because they figured, black and white, yeah. you know what? The cheap motherfuckers were trying to reach anyway. They can't afford a color TV. They're not going to see the shit in black and white. What difference does it make? Right. Might as well if save you're a not buck. Gonna, if you're going to notice, you already are not in the socioeconomic place you're trying to... For some reason, this guy's talking her into being coming one of the subjects. So you're saying that I take acid and you film me and grope you, honey. What do you say? <laughs> and then you give your commentary about Coffin Joe. Really? What a fucking egotist. Talk about ego yep. trip. Ego trip. They're on an acid trip, and he's on an ego trip. Yeah. There he is, himself, the filmmaker himself. Let's listen. Pretending to be a psychiatrist. Good evening. Agora, tudo depende de vocês. Now, these people were all in the stories of debauchery. Now, what's that coincidence? Well, that ties in the movie. It doesn't make like a fucking piece of shit movie. It ties everything together. I meant to have that rapist and that rapist and that rapist in the movie because they all meet at the end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this Pinocchio movie had not a single rape in it. I'm out of here. Right. Knows that long, you're not going to put it to use? I'm out of here. I'm out of here. They're watching experimental theater, it looks like. So he, he just went to a theater? I actually kind of don't get this part. I mean, he had the, he briefed them on what it was going to be like. And then he took them to the movies. I don't know. When the trip comes, you'll know it because it'll be all in color and it'll be all horrors. Oh, no. It's just bad trip after bad trip? Yep. Huh. And what? then Coffin Joe will reveal himself as their tormentor. And then they give um, their opinion on Coffin Joe. And one says he doesn't like the fingernails to try to pretend like he's, he could potentially be critical of himself. Oh, Whoa! Right. I thought that his films are too short. And there should be more Coffin Joe. <laughs> right, that's the criticism. Listen, you guys, I found uh, myself. We, uh, we were conducting a, a uh, survey ourselves for our podcast, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, which is available on YouTube and Twitter under L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Uh, it's a short survey. Uh, we need you to take a lot of acid 
And then uh, we'll ask you questions about what you think about the show. Ooh, what's going on there? It's... I think the theme songs were too short. <laughs> right. That needed more, less Ryan and more Carl says one. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan. An anonymous reviewer told us. Ah, booty shaking. All right, so they do all have Brazilians. Now they go to a disco and watch people get crazy. Brazil. Everyone's tripping balls in Brazil. <laughs> They're dropping acid like it's shit. What do you drop? Like it's a record on um, Tuesday? Yeah, like what's slippery that falls out of your hands, you can't hold it. They're dropping acid like a their new out al- dropping their new album available Tuesday. <laughs> they didn't drop back in the sixties, <laughs> not albums. That was a rap thing of the nine late nineties, is that right? Well, drop. I mean, when did uh? There was always a date that uh, music came out. It was always like Tuesday or something. That's when they dropped. Right. By huh. the way, the song we're listening to. Yeah. I could not find any information about what is this band and what's their song. Hang on, let me Shazam this. All right, hang on a sec. All right, my my Shazam killed itself. Yeah, look at this. Everyone's like, "What the fuck, man? When's our dinner coming?" Yeah, let's have, let's. Where's the acid? You mean right there? Where's our service? Is this one of those nightclubs we only see in movies where there's like table service and dancing? I don't know because it's Brazil. I wouldn't know, and also the year is way wrong for me to know. 1970, you weren't hanging out in discotheques of Brazil. <laughs> I'm the only one. Don't here. out me on the show. Uh, Brazil. People taking acid in Brazil. This is where Uncle Marcus is right now. I actually have contemplated inviting him on the show, like because he knows. Oh Portuguese. yeah. Can you call us long distance from Brazil because we're going to talk about a film that was shot in Brazil? <laughs> but the thing is, I saw the film and I was like, he's not going to be interested in this piece of garbage. Now look, corpse <laughs> come to life now. Now we're getting coffee Yeah, finally. I've been buried for two hours. Get me out. Oh, this is so great. They're watching a movie? That's what we're watching? This movie doesn't make sense. Or this movie within a movie within a movie. It doesn't. I mean, he's got excuses to show us debauchery. Then he's got self-indulgence. Oh, why did I plant human hands? More, more, gore. This is Cousin It's, uh, The Things Family Reunion. Your cemetery sucks. I need more leg room. My arms are above the ground. There's no room in my coffin. No cemeterio. Yardo the Grave. <laughs> That's right up Coffin Joe's alley. Coffin Joe, what's the worst part of your job? God, I hate it when the dead come back to life and they just knock the craftsmanship out of my coffins by tearing it apart. I mean, I would like to <laughs> yeah, think they will last in a couple uh, zombie resurgence. 
All I'm saying is just simply open the coffin. You don't have to destroy it. I work so hard on it. Could you, you could just so I have an indoor interior hinge just for that reason, in case you wake up in my coffin. Right. Instructionals. All right, it's a picture of Coffin Joe laughing at you. I'm an asshole. There's no instructions. Please die, courtesy of Coffin Joe. Wow, look at that fucking track mark. Ugh, what's with this yeah. needle is sharing it, too? There was no such thing as, uh, as AIDS. I had yet to screw that monkey on that fateful trip. That was back when you were a flight attendant. Am I getting this right? Right. And All right. So okay, got it. I oh, was keep in going. Zimbabwe. And All right. There they we were go. Celebrating their local religion until the horse, so the house was closed. So I just went into the jungle. Uh huh. Took matters into my own. If do you have a, any? By the way, there's no follow up to this. Is the only uh, patient zero jokes we have tonight. I went to a zoo because the zookeeper had it <laughs> had it uh, sedated. You know what? Right? The zookeeper's wife saw you, you up, and she was like, "I'm going back in time. This shit's fucked up." I think the zookeeper's no, that's the time traveler's wife. Right, not the zookeeper's wife. The zookeeper's wife doesn't go back in time. I'm sorry, you. I know you fucked the first monkey. I got gotcha. you, but the zookeeper <laughs> wife didn't go back in time. Is what I'm asking. You know what's really unfair? I'm healthy. I'm fine. I'm, I'm just. I'm not even a carrier. Oh yeah, everything's cool. Oh, God. I mean, I, that's. I know that's right. not cool for you guys. It's funny that me, you keep going down this road. You don't have to. You could just. We could just be shocking and leave it as that. But yeah, oh, that's great. You're in perfect health. Have you talked to the monkey? Oh, I'm a little embarrassed about that. Unfortunately, the monkey passed away. Oh, that's um, too bad. I'm yeah, sorry to hear. Put to sleep. Uh, oh, because it was a filthy, dirty piece who had to. But oh, the, but that was the reason. Yeah. So. Oh well, then it worked out. See, technically, you're not patient zero. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I tried to have that expunged from the record and have it totally oh blamed on her. This but, this uh, this joke's gonna haunt me. What? All right. Well, there we go. Not to do before. <laughs> Is this color now? Not to change the subject. The sepia tone counts color. Oh, my holy fuck. The whole trip is in color. Yeah, there it is. Green and reds. It's like a colorblind person couldn't see color, and if they could, all of a sudden it would blow their minds. Like, it's just, like, what is it? You could there's listen. ultraviolet, and there's um, infrared. There's really literally colors you and I can't see out there that would appear like this. Right, it would freak you out. It would give you pause. You'd be like, these yeah, Skittles, like, I never even knew. What's going on with my Skittles? <laughs> you could hear the, the spirit saying, boo, that patient zero joke. <laughs> oh, man. You stretch it as long as you could. Ooh. <laughs> Listen, you pick movies with... Okay, well... Yeah, I know. It's not a family-friendly movie at all. And I see it's a little dement. Well, you know, one of the, the promises of the film is that I used to read about these cult movies, and that was the only way I could know about these movies, by reading them, not actually watching them. But they're all on YouTube Maybe right now. Maybe see a poster. Or read another book about it. 
maybe the library is showing like cult night and you go to uh, i've been i saw peeping time uh, peeping tom excuse me uh at the fucking harvard because there was the film club uh-huh. was showing it and i was like i'm gonna go i love it i want to see this movie it's impossible to see but it's accessible stuff like that is more accessible and i like the fact that a movie like this is free you know you still have to tune into youtube i guess that's the catch but so you see commercials yeah i mean youtube's making money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. just one thing to make this film unwatchable is the unlistenable part the music's bad I'm walking down. Okay, Depeche Mode music video, take two. <laughs> Personal. The human step. Jesus. Ouch. Hey, buddy. What are you stepping? My face. Not my face. Coffee Joe, I'm a big fan. I always wanted to be in your movie. Ow! <laughs> oh, I just... My agent just called. I got the part. <laughs> He treats me like shit. He like just steps all over me. No, that's my scene. Yeah. I'm step number four, but my friend got the landing. <laughs> He's credited and I'm not. Yeah. And when they told me this film would be a step in my career, I didn't realize that it would be a step in my career. Oh, ba-boom. I'm just catching up to that. Well, all these women are jumping into formation. Yeah. Form of Ultron. He looks like Castro there for a second. He does look like my can of soda I missed. I lost at the cafe. This is the last time I go to that cafe. My misfortune, I'm not going to I'm not going to go. Oh. Fire. Now it looks like one of those Tron movies, like the swords and the, the sandals and laser beam movies. You ever see this? Like, right. Oh, going to get some Is that head. a headless? Yeah, how do they do that? Oh, I, I figured it out. Don't have to tell me. Whoa. Cool. Remind me never to take acid. If it's anything like this. <laughs> Your brother already reminded you when we went to the Platoon movie together. That's right. It was Terminator 2, and it wasn't you, but I thought it was Oh, you. right, right, yeah. right. I went to, in real life, I went to Platoon on yeah. acid. You did? Mm-hmm. What happened? I ran away from the movie. I was getting sucked into the movie. I was like, it's like I was there. I was like part of what they were experiencing. And I was like, I know this isn't real, so I better just leave. Yeah, that's a good idea. So I did. Step away. I, I didn't walk away either. I ran away. I think going to the movies, like I, I remember a, a young experience in the 90s where I had a bunch of friends and uh, we went to a friend's house and we, uh, if there was acid ingested, there was acid ingested. But we talked the whole mm-hmm. night and we didn't watch a single TV show or movie or PlayStation. Right. And I just learned from that experience that maybe for me, I might be better suited with like PlayStation and movies and <laughs> to go cartridges, you know, like I already went to the, I already ordered to, uh, a couple of pizzas. I have, you know, I have a sandwich. 
Now look at his hands. You see the pinky. Oh no! Oh, look, look, look! That ha- that whole hand just got long and stuff. Yeah, nails. and there's like coke on each nail. <laughs> Gotta make it through this set. This. Scene. How does he? In all seriousness, when it comes time to type something up, it just—it's dumb. Oh, it's just you know you can work around it. Now he's saying coffin. It really, you know, it really hurts. Our pinky promises. Except by the power of coffin, Joe. And now I guess she's a chained up slave. What are these statues in a back room? Storage <laughs> area for statues. You know what one of his friends said to Jesus? He said, "Jesus Christ, will you look at this mess?" Jesus Christ, this looks like a pigsty. I know, I'm in the room. <laughs> Hello. We're Remember here for that this. time you um, chained up and beat up boys? And she said, no, that was Sneezing Joe. <laughs> that was Sleazy Joe, yeah. No, Sneezing, like instead of coughing. Oh, I guess it's Sneezing Joe. Gotcha. That wasn't coughing Joe, that was Sneezing Joe. How many sense up? This whole thing is dumb, 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 dumb. People would say, like, I love your stuff, Bazooka Joe. We like my cartoon. <laughs> He's like, for five bucks, I will. Remember the comics that were in the... Uh, Bazooka Joe? Um, oh, excuse me, graphic novels. <laughs> the graphic novels that were inside the Bazooka Joe uh, bubblegum yeah. rappers? Yeah, they were great. <laughs> I had all I ever filmed my whole bookcase. I filmed my, uh, those comics in my bookcase. See, the guy launches the girl. He spanks her into a pile of people. Ooh. See, that's what I'm saying. Ornery Joe. Cranky-ass Joe. Now, this is some sort of doll that does, that's like a Coffin Joe doll. Available in your lobby. So he made these movies in 1970. And then they were available in public libraries in, in Brazil. They were unavailable, right? I mean, it wasn't until VHS, yeah. you know, maybe underground, you know, fans were... Well, I mean, they aired at... The, they were in the theaters at the time. He was part of Brazilian theater. He was big. Do you think um, in America in 1970 we'd have a chance to see this? If you... With the that? Forum? Do you think this, they, this was shown in America? I don't know the answer. I think probably no. I think this was all Brazilian film industry of the time. I mean, back then, things were different markets, right? Right. Today, it all circulates. Oh, is he, uh, you may not pass. I don't know. It's all just stupid. What they're wearing, masks. He's putting a necklace on him I oh just oh sorry that was my ringtone <laughs> somebody's calling yeah I, th- I thought I had set the mute I hope I didn't lose a uh, library book or movie and they're calling to say you owe a fine the, the cafe is calling saying did you leave a copy of uh Bazooka Joe comic 14. What is happening? Now they're bowing to him. Well, it's like 
they're not even in their own place and they were entering it and here comes Coffin Joe. Oh, disappear the old going up the staircase trick. Don't forget to try my soda. Coffee it's Joe. It's pointless. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't have a... doesn't have a point of view. Hey, you know what's weird is that in this universe, the Beatles don't exist either. So this movie was like years before yesterday. Did you see the yesterday? I haven't seen yesterday. Was it good? Yes and no. You like the, you like the Beatles part of it? I enjoyed that, like, I don't know. You'll be entertained if you go see that movie. But the thing is, like, you know the band Oasis was heavily influenced by the Beatles, we're told? Right. Okay, so the Beatles never existed, so therefore Oasis never existed, right? But the truth is, if the Beatles never existed, so much wouldn't exist, They wouldn't right? be Clatoo. They wouldn't be... Uh... <laughs> Uh, if you want it, come and get it. Bad, yeah. bad finger. There'd be no bad finger. There'd be no wings. No. Shit. No, but not just that. Like in the movie, they had the Rolling Stones and there were no Beatles. That's not true. That's Wait a minute. True. If there was no Beatles, there'd be no Apple recordings and there'd be no Best of Apple Recorders Gardens albums. There is no Best <laughs> of. It was two CD. It was the double CD. Which is strange in 1967 because CDs didn't exist. I'm sorry. Am I talking over the acid trip? Uh, that's fine. It's very boring. Nothing's going on here. Now, who has a better acid trip, him or us? Like, did you, it seems like they all have the same trip, and they all just have Coffin Joe trip. Like, they're in the same place. Oh, yeah. This is a really exciting movie, and my you know, bus leaves the in 33 Beatles minutes. If Beatles had not hit America and been successful, there wouldn't have been a following Rolling Stones or any of those bands. Listen, Beach Boys would be the best thing ever, right? People would be like, <laughs> man, that sounds, that rocked. And have you heard the new uh, Jan and Dean? Yeah. That shit's rocking. <laughs> Something would have happened. Somebody would have changed music, but it wouldn't have been... <laughs> I don't know. There would have been no Yellow Submarine movie. That's right. Wow, I don't know. Don't if I touch wanna... that. It's very cold. Uh, hey, that's a prop. I need that for my next seven movies. Oh, great. I'm shooting them tomorrow. Whatever you do, do not drink the dry ice. Actually, uh, word for advice for the audience, do not even touch dry ice or it'll, it'll burn you. I think YouTube videos have better quality than this movie. <laughs> Look at the Hulk. Oh, yeah, Lou Ferrigno. It was just Bill Bixby a second ago. Sorry, I'm checking to see if there's a show in an hour. Coffin Joe was like, I will torture you. I will torment you. And Bill Dixie was like, look, don't get me angry. Yeah, you, you wouldn't like him. <laughs> you would not like me, what I have to say. Oh, look at this. I just saw a note. Canceled the new shows. Thank you for coming out. 
the Artivist stand-up comedy open mic at Mutiny Radio, Sundays 4 to 6 p.m., is now canceled because we have other venues for stand-up comedy showcases and we'll be posting more details this fall. Uh-huh. Thank you again, Pam, for this fantastic opportunity to run a live open mic and live podcast in your space. We, Anthony, uh, Ite, uh, and Carol, will be in touch with information about uh, regular comedy shows. Thank you again for making it, uh, because you all helped make this possible. Wow, so there's no show. I have to close up the studio. Okay, uh, interesting. So that means the moment we're done, I can fucking leave. Interesting. Is this movie over yet? I gotta leave. Uh, I, I got sodas to buy. What if I don't get a soda by the time my bus comes? I'm gonna be telling this story on the bus till I get to my destination. <laughs> yeah, you won't like it when I start talking on the bus. It's the Joker. No, it's the Riddler. Riddler. Jim Carrey's Riddler. Jim Carrey's Riddler. You can tell by the bowler hat. What's the question marks on this suit about? Like his fashion sense? We get it. It's a riddle. It's a riddle. Huh. Well, I know this one, Batman. Roosters don't lay eggs. You're right, Robin. <laughs> da 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 Gotcha, Riddler. Look, look, here's the only good part of this movie. Oh, his face is on butts. That's the, this, is, this part of the movie is okay. What is that? Like carrots they stuck in there for the nose? I don't think so. No, that guy needs to see a proctologist and fast. They just blew smoke. We saw ass blow smoke. It's blowing smoke through out. the legs. It looks like ass is blowing smoke, blowing smoke out of their asses. I needed to get that grammatically correct. But, 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 but. Huh. I just had the weirdest trip. You ever see the movie The Trip about two guys who go around and eat really fancy food? Yeah. No. I'm, I don't think I saw it. But you know of the film? It's Steve Coogan and I there's so. a famous British comedian who does like a tiny voice guy. Oh, yeah, I did see it. I did see it. That guy's so conceited. And it, like the guy who <laughs> went with was like his fifth call. Oh, you think like he's like, yeah, all right, Steve, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. I did see that one. Look, he's walking on the bus. Why? What does it mean? Does it relate to anything? It doesn't make a statement about anything. He's like, I want you to paint faces on your butt, and then I'm going to step on it. All right, but, but no here, pa- Yeah. Here we're back in black and white, and the the psychiatrist is, like, recording the subjects. Huh. And they'll start talking a lot about Coffin Joe. Oh, all right, let's hear a little about Coffin Joe. No, no, you can see with your eyes, it is Coffin Joe right now. I'm just saying, what we saw was, it brought it back to black and white, and we're going to start getting interviews. Oh, yeah, this is like when your band has songs, and the chorus is the name of the band, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, the KLF's going to rock you. Yeah, I bought a KLF album. KLF, KLF. Yeah, that's what I bought. You know? I'm Shim Shady. Yeah. Oh, well, that's great. Yeah, I know you're Slim Shady. You're Eminem. What other songs do you have about? Oh, they're all about you. Hey, good night. Thank you, Brazilian movie theater goers. <laughs> I want to give a See personal shout out to Stephen, uh, to Stanley Kubrick for allowing us to be the double feature on 2001: A Space Odyssey. Good night. 
Yeah, now he's back. Força do homem e a submissão da mulher. It's the power of man and the submission of a woman. I knew a Mujeres. Oh, she is green. When are they going to get back to smoking pot? That was fun. It's just like the, the, the a woman is and shall always be a chief ending to this movie. <laughs> the end. No backsies. You know, the post uh, credit scene in this movie is him going, no backsies, no refunds. <laughs> I know. What can I tell you? I know. But you saw it. And there's no backsies. <coughs> Look, she's mesmerized. He is the prince of darkness. My neck hurts protection. even more when I lie down on this couch like this. Oh, oh there's the uh, family cameo. <laughs> the guy's butt with face painted on it. These are girls' butts. Uh-huh. Well, that doesn't explain. It doesn't. Fire. Run. There's a fire in the movie house. It was on screen. Was it true you got kicked out of the movie house when you went to see Backdraft because you were like, fire, fire, fire in the movie house? <laughs> yeah, that's right. When it was on the screen, it started screaming, fire! And everyone ran. And I was like, but Your Honor, you see, I was I was talking, I was excited about the film. I wasn't. Right. Yeah. Your Honor, this charges must be dropped. My client, he is an enthusiast <laughs> of backdraft movies. The court rules. I saw backdraft yeah. too. Did you see it? Well, I was going to make a joke saying that, that you go on probation and you're permitted, you're prohibited to see backdraft too. I haven't seen <laughs> backdraft too. What's that like? It was it was straight to video DVD because it really was bad. Oh, it was hot stuff. Do you think there was Alex a backlash? Was, what's the Baldwin brother who was in it? He he Philly. he came back. Again. Steven. Uh, there was another one too. No, I guess that's all I know. Well, that's good. How they able to pull Daniel out of the fray? Uh, he died. Oh no. Doesn't that doesn't the ending of Backdraft Two ends with the director Ron Howard shaking his head and looking at the ground? I don't know. He's like, ah, oh. he was rolling Look, around. He's getting his... shot. Oh yeah, you know when Ron yeah. Howard, when the original director of Backdraft, Ron Howard, saw the sequel to Backdraft, he was rolling around in his grave because he sleeps in a grave mm -hmm. at night. He's still alive. So she's still getting shot. Uh, I. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe blood. she's just reacting from it. And scene. My movies, huh. I like to end it with some ladies' guts coming out. The end. Flesh will be blued. blued. And blood will blued become will water. Blued. This movie's too bloody for me. What's your take on all that bloody gore? It's, so it shall be was one word. From one galaxy to another, from one existence to another. He's just blah, 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 blah. Let me see how many minutes. I know, it doesn't make sense. You are, you're getting a little staticky, just, just for the record. Oh, okay. 
Okay, great. We're really getting near the end now. Oh, thank God. I can't wait to yeah. end this. By Less the way, five at, minutes. at the end of the uh, show, we will wrap things up. I will announce our new movie for next week's show, and as well as a new feature on the show called Let Carl Complain About a Star is Born, starring Bradley Cooper. <laughs> right? You got tons of, you yeah. got a lot to say. All right, well, we'll do that after this movie ends. <laughs> All right, Coffin Joe, end this movie. Don't get okay, us. Okay, so now we're back. Finally, for some reason, we're all the way back to the TV interview, and he reveals that he didn't use any LSD at all. It was all in their minds. He, I used he, distilled water. That's like the ending of uh, the uh, POS. 51 it was all placebo you ever see that uh, Sam Jackson movie with uh, the guy from train spawning and he's like Sam Jackson is a Oxnard physis, uh, physicist and works for meatloaf now and he makes a drug so potent that like uh, it was a placebo or something it was like an ecstasy film it's really good should I watch it formula 51 yes put it on your list formula 51 okay that and, happens every yeah. show. I get a movie to throw on my Netflix queue. Right, which is never the movie we watch. You never go, I can't, I'm going to put this movie back on my Netflix queue. Well, you don't, like, didn't read about big blockbusters, Hollywood blockbusters. I mean, only Terminator, and that was me. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I didn't read, but they were more accessible, especially when there was video cassettes. But let's see if Backdraft 2 is on the, uh, is on YouTube. All right. Backdraft 2, Old Flames. Old Flames Die Hard. <laughs> die Hard. Old Flames Die Hard in Backdraft 2. Backdraft. Backdraft 2. Backdraft 2. you don't really want to see. Backdraft 3, Twitter Backlash. I didn't want to see a third one. Oh, Toxico. That sounds toxic. So what's this? Now they're still on the TV show? Who are they arguing with? Oh, I guess it is a TV show. Oh, look, a shining light yeah. into darkness now that they turn on the lights. Yeah, it's over and everyone, they offer him a ride home. He goes, that's okay, I'll walk, I don't know. Uh, whatever, look, I got to stay in the set and set up the second movie, next movie. Well, I certainly must say, you are fascinating, Mr. Marlin, psychiatrist. I, I see your way of... If I was the, le the technician in this show, I would get fired, right? Go shot completely in darkness, and then they turn on all the lights. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, look, title word. Awakening of the Beast. Now, here's the same song again, that horrible light that Go Coffin Joe. Look, Coffin Joe gets in a car that's not a VW. I know, he's a weird guy. Doesn't clip his finky toenail, his fingernail. We're all going to die and die very young because of the fear. I mean, these are such lullabies. Because of the insane people who I know. And thus they want the end of us all. By means of Quite the war. The face of the earth. The locust is coming. Oh, locust is coming. 
going to eat your complacent brain. Peace. You fucking heavies. But, but the thing is, you're saying, oh, well, maybe the song shows us two sides of the coin. He goes, no. Peace. I know there's no more, but I try to forget. <laughs> <laughs> We're all going to die. Die very young. Can't get any reprieve. Wow. What a bummer movie. Yeah. <sighs> Who picked that shit? Starring me, Coffin <laughs> Joe. And Coffin Joe, she smiles at the audience. See you guys next month for my next movie. Coffin Joe Gum. And now here comes the outtakes where he gets hurt from the stunts. Yeah, it's all the outtakes and they're about to do something terrible and then they start laughing. I will they sexually say, assault you. Fim. You see what it says, Fim? Yeah. That's, it's like Portuguese is so weird. It's like close to oh. all the other languages. Oh, we filmed. We filmed. Okay, so here's the part of the show where Carl complains about a star is born starring Bradley Cooper. Go ahead. Take it away. Well, the, the truth is I already did that so much. But what's the next movie? Is it a star is born? Well, can you, can you tell the people what shows you'll be at while I set up the uh, next movie? Oh, uh, sure. Uh, I don't know. I'll be at the street fair in Plainfield, North Plainfield, on September 15th. The Big Red Buzzer just happened. That was fun. Um, I'll be (laughs) at a diner (laughs) in Rochelle Park Saturday, September, the last Saturday. Look, just go to Carl. That sucks. And nobody's going to my shows because they hear me. Pitching yeah, myself on All right, well, our hey, podcast. So, listen, we're gonna take a break. This is uh... never has one audience member ever come up to me and says, "Oh, hi, hi, yeah, I, yeah, I was listening to the podcast. I thought I'd come down and check you out. You're great." Never gonna happen. Never gonna happen. They're not like, "Oh my god, I was listening to these white guys talk about movies, and it was you." Uh... <laughs> never ever has someone gone. I saw your pace post on Facebook and I just said to myself, "I got, I got to check it out." Hey, I know it's in the next township, but I'm gonna drive over. $10 you got it so our next movie we're taking a break and this is a horror movie and because it's September we're already in Halloween this next week's movie is kind of a horror movie as well but that's it that's the last like Halloween Christmas movie we'll do uh, okay. it's from 1980 it's we're going we're just going to be a little easier on ourselves after the last movie this is the second sequel to Ghoulies Ghoulies 3 aka Ghoulies Go to College and I have Ghoulies 3 Ghoulies go to college. All right, so I'm going to play the Ghoulies movie uh, trailer. Wait, wait, wait. All right, I'll wait. Yeah, type in Ghoulies go to college. This shouldn't be like... I typed in Ghoulies goes to college. My my punctuation was wrong. How do you spell it? Ghoulies is spelled... Yeah, it's like Ghoulies. Come on, man. All right. Spell gremlins and then delete a couple letters. All right, are we ready? I should have I yeah. should have texted this to you beforehand. So let's check it out. And go. It's prank week at Glazier College. And the prank boys are out for blood. You won't get away with those foolish pranks this year. But what these party animals don't realize... I now command you to appear. ...is they've got three new pledges. 
from hell. Now, the ghoulies are about to learn what higher education is all about. Brewskies. Babes. And partying hardy. They drink our brews. This is war. They may flunk out on manners, but they get an A in mayhem. Ghoulies 3. <laughs> Ghoulies go to college. They put the animal back in the house. <laughs> well, I guess they added some extra footage for our friends at Ghoulie Movies. So yeah, it's when we 1991, right? Yeah, and okay. this movie is like everyone knows this movie, but I think it's time we just take a break and watch Ghoulies Go to College, which combines three of my favorite things: horror movies, gremlin riffoffs, and college uh, teen sex comedies. So perfect. Yeah, it works out. So thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back next Sunday. We promise you, we are live. We're on a roll. I think we hit our 200th episode. I don't even wow. know. I have to clean up our shit, but. Keep listening to us, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. That's our Facebook uh, channel. Carl, thank you so much. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Thank you, audience. Yeah, Yeah, have a great Labor Day tomorrow if you're listening to this. And uh, bye. of swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship. 
as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> My friends out at Mutiny Radio. Chester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as movies over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off for <laughs> is in duty this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer cottage on the mountain ridge for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. <laughs> in your car and you're listening to one radio station you need radio doing, station sir, you're you're all, all the others they are they are tweeting in on all frequencies and you keep them so just listen to, to one specific six saturday, saturday into two and you leave the sound quality quality good and you understand understand thing that's playing playing <laughs> However, however, if your radio video is not fine too, too, you might need two or two or three or more stage stations at the same time. time. Hey 
Hey, me and Nearest Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show, one of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we gotta serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up an excellent mix of jazz, Latin, gospel, hip-hop, and traditional folk ballads. Great stuff. Check it out. Labor and Love is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Serve somebody. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. If you're looking for some delicious late-night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside, you can find counter-offer, offering you amazing late-night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini and creamy-licious mac and cheese. You like tacos? They got them. And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads going to come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Brenda's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son! Welcome, Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San Francisco. Your favorite bar with awesome bartenders, rotating local art, and a killer back patio. It's a great place to hang out and play one of their two pool tables or old school pinball machine with a tasty adult beverage. Live music every Saturday for only $5, Bender's brings you face-melting metal and rock and roll. The last Friday of the month, punk rock and schlock delivers super fun karaoke with Aileen. Come on, what's not to like? They even have counter-offer inside, frying up the tots with sexy hot burgers for your face. Open every day at 2 p.m. Their happy hour goes till 7 p.m. Bender's is proud to be a sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, because they're an awesome community asset to the dirtbags who keep art alive in the mission. Bender's Bar and Grill. This is to 
social matters will mute in the radio. Big up to the number one station, the ruling nation. Give it to me every time. Ah! Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be like in front of an audience, like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> And welcoming open mic, where comedians can get substantial mic time for the mere price of a spot of tea and crumpets. Comedians who remain after their initial sets are invited to perform feats of improvisation and ingenuity in the famous lightning round games, which are guaranteed to delight and entertain. Ah, thinking of these bright young comedians with so much potential and so many drug problems makes me as giddy as a schoolgirl. I haven't had so much fun and giggles since my non-trinary youth at Bumble's Warning School in East Brackenshire, where I danced with Hugh Grant, helped Jason Statham steal an antique shotgun and took nude photos of Prince Harry, who I must mention was not named appropriately. Sign up in person for your own comedic adventures at 7.30pm or pre-sign with the host by sending a direct message via social media. If you can't make it out to that den of iniquity known as mutinyradio.fm, listen in live from home or download the podcast on Apple iTunes under Friends of Mutiny. A smashing time will be had by all. Until next Saturday night at 8pm, cheerio darlings. For a mere five dollars every Friday. Power going green, got water lines connected to a mountain spring, river, stream, out natural. Brothers pay me to tell them how to flip a house. See, I'm breaking them down, ounces and pounds. That's what's up when I come to your town. Dipping through traffic as I smoke my L's. Everything I'm off is wholesale for real. Got them mamas, got them clones. Everything grown at home is not homegrown. Got them zoning out, lighting dimes. Me, I'm blowing out, writing rhymes. Hydroponic. Call it Dodie, I'm at the San Fran Philharmonic Pushing the OZs, Cushions, OG, Purpose, GDP Who that spitter is, that's BJG Skunk Train, Skunk Train All aboard, all aboard Skunk Train, Skunk Train All aboard, all aboard I love my greens in the morning I love my greens at night And if you love your greens just like I do Skunk Train, we take you for a ride Skunk Train 
advertising it. Lighting up fat is when I'm blazing splits. I roll on extra fat so I can take fat hits. Smoke on the cat piss, hit mac and stack chips. Vapors in my lung, boy, I gets it done. Take them hits from the bong like my name was Chichin Chong with the non-stop smoking. I cross the bridge to Oakland, keeping it choking. Big time West Coasting. Home of the purple, land of the graves. This is how the players hustle in the Golden Gates. We don't grind on the block, boy. We sell to the clubs, the dispensaries, where they ever show love. Self does big fat buds to all of us thugs. Who be getting it done with five ones on the run? Having too much fun stacking huns. And I always got time for a blind. Skunk track, skunk track. All aboard, all aboard. Skunk track, skunk track. All aboard, all aboard. I love my greens in the morning. I love my greens at night. And if you love your greens just like I do, it's gonna train to take you for a ride. It's gonna train. Man, you smell like I ran over a stump. But I'm so high that I don't give a fuck. Maybe it's the trees up in the blunt. Maybe someone really stepped on a duck. Stinky like reefer when I pull through. Pull through there. Everybody breath like boom, 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 boom. This is the Mutiny Happy Hour open mic. Let's get a round of applause for that. Get a round of applause for Pam for keeping this place running. All right, I'm gonna get this started. I'm your host, Justin Carisi. And uh, no, not for me. I don't deserve it. Um, and if you don't know me yet, I just wanna get one thing out of the way. I might not be as much of a happy-go-lucky guy as it looks. Uh, people tell me people tell me that I might limit my popularity by dressing this way. Wrong. Who I am on the inside is going to limit my popularity. <laughs> this is just how I make sure I never accidentally make a friend who owns a golf club. <laughs> I'm glad that one worked. Jesus. So. I try, I'm trying to scare normal people off, but unfortunately, this whole thing is kind of normal now. You want to scare people today, you need a suit and a tie. And I have my limits. I'm only losing my hair a little bit, but I shave the whole thing to show God who's boss. I am in charge of hair. I say none. So now I look like a vampire who wants avocado toast. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. I like looking a little scary, if at all possible, because I'm so terrified of everything else. So we live in a very scary world. The oceans are dying, nuclear missiles pointed at everyone. I live in Oakland. That's scary enough. <laughs> Oakland is the kind of place where they can find a headless body in the garbage, and nobody blinks. And if you don't remember that story, that proves my point. It wasn't that long ago. <laughs> it was like last year. I'm from Connecticut. We have different problems in Connecticut. Like, should we have kindergarten all day or half day? It's more expensive, but think of the children. So I'm not used to living